Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast, the number one spirituality podcast on iTunes. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm the UK's leading law of attraction expert, award-winning life coach, two times best-selling author, manifestation YouTuber, speaker, and badass spiritual queen. I'm here to help you awaken and turn your dream life into an abundant reality and help you create your positively wealthy life full of happiness, abundance, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey gorgeous souls and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. Today I'm very excited to be joined by the amazing Danny Morell. So Danny, if you don't know, is a life coach and spiritual leader guiding millions throughout the world to awaken, heal and transform their life. Danny is known for hosting Awaken Your Highest Self, which is an event that takes place in person multiple times a year and additionally the Higher Self Podcast, one of the top spirituality podcasts in the US. Welcome to the show, Danny. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Thanks for having me. I am so excited for our conversation today. So Danny, before we get into all of your pearls of wisdom and amazingness you're going to share with us, one question that I ask every guest who comes on the podcast is, when did you spiritually awaken? What's your story? Uh, so um, it all happened uh, four years ago when, when my mother passed away. And, and what I've noticed is normally, you know, when we go on our spiritual journey, it's because, you know, life brings us to our knees. And that's exactly what happened to me is uh, my mom actually passed away uh, right here, right, right by my right side. And I, I was like in shock in that moment. I was in shock because it, it's, it's like in that moment I felt I never fully knew how to love her. And she mm-hmm. never really fully knew how to like love me and express that love to me. And there was just that disconnection, that unsaid disconnection. And, and everything started to unravel there when I started to ask myself some very difficult questions about happiness and about life and about God and about the truth and about, you know, what I wanted in life and who I was. And, and, and that's, 
that's when it happened is, is when my mom passed away. Yeah. And what was that journey like for you? How did you then go into your spiritual journey or dive into these topics? Was it books or was it things that you watched? Like, how did it sort of find you past that point? You know, I've, I've always been pretty keen on like the relationship or the conversation that I was having with myself. The problem most people have is that the conversation that they have with themselves is a negative conversation and it's filled with mm-hmm. self-doubt. It's filled with worry, anxiety, guilt, shame. It's filled with how do I please this person in my life? How do I survive life? How do I make money? How do I pay the bills? You know, how do I stay healthy? How do I look a certain way so that other people can love and appreciate me and 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 then the reality is, is that when you are finally able to quiet that conversation, then you can start to have the real conversation. Mm. And the real conversation sounds like, who am I? And what makes me happy? And where am I not showing up for myself? And where am I not speaking my truth? And mm. who in my life maybe no longer needs to be in my life? And who in my life am I looking to attract into my life? Because when we have the real conversation with ourselves, truth is born out of that conversation. And out of truth comes clarity. And out of clarity comes vision. And that is when we start aligning with our highest self is when we can finally learn to quiet that negative voice and give space for our real voice to to finally be expressed and to finally be heard. Right. And that, that's how it started for me. Um, it started for me when I just started asking myself basic questions, like, are you happy? And then I just quiet down and I would just listen. And it would, the, the answer was very evident. The answer was no, but I was so afraid of that answer because I was mm-hmm. afraid of what me being unhappy would mean. Right. And then sure enough, I would ask myself, why are you unhappy? And then here came the, 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 the floodgates started to open. You're unhappy because you're unhappy with the work that you do. You're unhappy in the relationship that you're in. You're unhappy with your body. You're unhappy with your path right now in life. And, you know, again, what happens is most people are afraid of those deep answers. Right. So we avoid them. And we avoid them when we look for like books and podcasts and seminars and all of these things outside of us when the truest answer that we could ever find is inside of ourselves. We're just afraid. We're afraid of our truest power. And that's why we avoid sitting with ourselves. And only Hmm. until we learn to sit with ourselves can we really find out and discover the truth of who it is that we really are. Oh, Yes, 100% to that, Danny. It's so true. And I love how you talk about being brought down to your knees as well, because I think, you know, I can absolutely relate to that. I'm sure so many people listening can relate to that as well of those moments the universe does bring us down to our knees. God brings us down to our knees where we're like, I've got to surrender. There's nothing else I can do. I have to surrender to the unknown, surrender to that fear, surrender to it all. And like you say, have those real deep, raw, honest conversations with ourselves. And it's in that silence, isn't it? The deep, deep silence where we start to think, right, now I can remove the BS. Now I can get to the core, get to how I'm really feeling. Yeah, absolutely. And and yet, what does it take to get us to that silence? It, sometimes life has to knock us down. It's just because, because other than that, we're just on auto, on autopilot. We're just running on mm-hmm. autopilot. You know, we're just running on survival. You know, um, how do I, how do I fulfill my basic human needs right here on this planet? 
And yet when you want to want to take things and, and actually become, like it says behind you, a spiritual queen or a spiritual <laughs> king, you got to move past the autopilot. And that only mm-hmm. happens in the silence of your heart. Love it. Love it. Thank you for sharing that. So I want to move on to relationships, Danny, because I see so much incredible content that you post on your socials around conscious relationships and the dynamics between the masculine and the feminine. And it really, really intrigues me because it's not a space that I know about the energies, but not necessarily about the relationship side of things. So I'm so intrigued to ask you these questions today. But in your mind, Danny, what is a conscious relationship and why now do you think we're seeking them more? I mean, I think to me, a conscious relationship is a relationship between two conscious, open, spiritually connected people. It's two people that have gone on the journey of, you know, discovering the truth of who they are. And I always say this, and they don't need a partner. That's the biggest message that I can give everybody. When you need a partner, when you are busy looking for a partner, right? You need something outside of you. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. I've been there myself. I didn't realize it. That's why I'm able to speak about it now. What I didn't realize is that the energy of need, right, is attracting from a part of me that isn't in my truest essence and in my truest power, right? When I'm able to tap into my truest essence and my truest power, if I'm a man or a woman, then what I'm able to attract is someone in her or his truest essence or their truest power. And so when you're able to do that, now you're in a relationship with another conscious being because you are a conscious being yourself. You're conscious of the fact that you no longer need someone. You just want to have someone in your life. And that comes from a completely different space and a completely different energy. The second thing that happens is that when you are in a conscious relationship, you are conscious of yourself. You are conscious and aware of your triggers, your emotions, things that bother you, why they bother you, where they come came from. This is very important because most human beings walk around planet Earth as their wounded versions of themselves. Most human beings walk around planet Earth and they have a beautiful time machine. And anytime someone says something that reminds them of a pain that they felt when they were a little boy or a little girl, Guess what happens? They hop in that time machine and they go backwards in time and they react and they fight and they defend and they argue from that time machine, from that perspective. It's not even them. It's not the real them. It's a pain that they felt a long time ago that they have yet to heal. So another thing about a conscious relationship is that you as a conscious being have already understood Maybe not all of these parts of you, but a vast majority of these parts of you so that you're no longer responding and reacting in relationship. Because when Mm -hmm. you're reacting in relationship, you're not actually in real, loving, open, harmonious relationship. You're in unconscious relationship because you are unconscious of what's happening inside of you. That's what it means to be in a conscious relationship. You are conscious Mm -hmm. within yourself and you are with someone that is also conscious within themselves. Absolutely. And I think, you know, one thing I learned along my sort of healing journey before I manifested my partner was I had to be my own soulmate first. I had to want to spend the rest of my life with me first. And that was such a big epiphany for myself because I was like, there's the work there's the work, there's the block. That's what you've got to, you know, work through to really be that conscious match 
for the person that you want. And a question that I get asked a lot, Danny, is from people who want to manifest someone, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a forever love, whatever, a soulmate. So what would be your top tips for anybody who's maybe struggling to manifest a conscious relationship or any relationship in their life that is that deeply nourishing one? Yeah, I love that. So when you want to manifest a conscious relationship, you first have to understand your natural instincts. And you have to get into a space where those instincts don't rule your life where you have mastered those instincts. So for example, what is a man's natural instinct? A man is like an animal. A man wants to go out. He wants to conquer. He wants to bring home. He wants to take. He wants to enter. He wants to penetrate. He wants to make his own, right? And an animal, if you look at the animal kingdom, does this over and over and over and over again. The difference between a man and an animal, right? well, at least a conscious man and an animal, is that they're aware of that. And so they're able to harness that. They're able to enter into a space in their life where they no longer look at women as something that they need in order to validate or in order to uh, heal or in order to process or in order to let go of energy. They're able to look at women from a different perspective for the love that they provide, for the wisdom that they provide, right? For the gift that they are to their lives, right? And then for the woman, it's the same thing because for a woman, her natural instinct, her true femininity is she wants to find safety. She wants to find comfort. She wants to find peace, right? So what will she do is she will look for that comfort and that safety and that peace in a man. Get ready. That is a recipe for absolute disaster because when you're coming from the need of that energy, you're going to attract the actual polar opposite. You're going to attract the man who energetically realizes that you need comfort, safety, and peace in a man. And that's when you attract your, your quote unquote narcissist. Your wounding is attracting their wounding. Your need is attracting his need. Only when you as a woman can find your own comfort, your own safety, and your own peace within yourself, can you then attract a man who can provide for you, listen, this is very important, comfort and safety. And the final piece that you've been looking for, because that's when a man and a woman coming together in holy, sacred, loving, conscious union is each provides the final layer of safety that they've both been looking for. Mm. It's so true. It's so true. And I think there can be a lot of confusion around, especially in the manifesting sphere. Like I've gone through it. I know a lot of people who are like, well, I wrote this dream man list and, you know, I went out and I manifested this relationship and it was absolutely chaos. It was, you know, red flag after red flag. And you're so right. Unless we give that to ourselves, you're never, you know, the inwards never. creates the outwards reality. It never works. Never. <laughs> Listen to all, what percentage of your audience is women? Pretty much all of them. <laughs> okay, ladies, listen to me right now. This is very important. And for that matter, if there's men listen to me, listening to me, listen to me right now, okay? You can create the most perfect list of the most perfect partner of the most perfect dream life that you have ever imagined. And yet, if you still have wounding inside of you, get ready because men or women are going to show up that look like that list and you're going to go, 
oh my God, I finally found them. And in this energy, look at my energy, there'll be a red flag and you'll go, oh no, but they're my perfect list. And there'll be another red flag. Oh no, but they're my perfect list. And another red flag. Oh no, but they're my perfect list. And then 10 years later and two or three kids later, when you're absolutely miserable, right? You'll go, what happened? It's because the red flags were there from the very beginning, but because you had unhealed energy and you weren't coming from your power. Because your power says red flag, I, I don't deal with red flags. Yeah. I'm not in this lifetime to mess around with or play with red flags because I know the value that I have. I know the value that I am. I know the love that I have to offer. So I don't deal with red flags or red flags mean red flag means I'm getting out of here. And you love yourself enough to do that. You love yourself enough to have that power to know that, know that it is that red flag. But And you love yourself enough to do that. And that is the key. The key difference between someone who can attract a conscious partner and a non-conscious partner is the person that sees the red flags and says, you know what? You're wonderful, but obviously not wonderful enough for me just yet. Hmm. It's so funny though, because what you were saying there was definitely me six years ago, Danny, <laughs> to a T. It, it was me too. But you know, for me, like, let's just, let's just talk real. You know, men are very visual, right? We, we, we're, we're all different. And, and by the way, when we as men and women can stop like pointing the fingers for our differences and learn to understand our differences and just learn to talk about them for what they are, it is what it is, right? So like for me as a man, I am very visual. Right. And so I would see a woman and she would look a certain way and I'd be like, oh, my God, I found the one. But she'd be a mess inside, a mess. <laughs> manipulative, angry, a disaster. Right. But here was, oh, my God, but look at her waist and her butt or her whatever. Right. It's just my natural instinct. Right. Until I finally found out something. And, and I'll tell you this as well. My mentor taught me this. And this is for all of you ladies that are listening to me. He, he said the following. He says, Danny. He says, the software could be great, but the hardware is the key, mm -hmm. right? The hardware is underneath, right? The hardware is inside, right? The hardware was what's going to drive the actions, right? The hardware is what's going to drive the responses, right? That's the key. So then once I finally started waking up to that, then I went on this journey. I said, okay, it's obvious to me. I know what I'm attracted to. Right. And it's obvious to me, I know what I'm no longer attracted to. So I want the right software with the right hardware. So then what does that mean about me? Well, man, maybe I have to become the right software and the right hardware as well. Right. So then what does that mean about the things that I have to heal within myself? Oh boy, here comes the con here comes deep conversations we, we, we want to avoid. Right. Is there jealousy within me? Is there anger within me? Right? Is there competition within me? Is there massive ego within me? Right? Is there materialism within me? Because most people don't realize that that materialism, I could never date or be with a materialistic human being. Why? Because materialism and glamour is a deep, it's not even deep, it's a very visual external sign that you need outside of you energy and life to make the inside of you feel better. So yes, great. You have the beautiful red bottom shoes and the beautiful Louis Vuitton bag and the beautiful sunglasses and the, and the beautiful $3,000 dress or the beautiful custom suit. But let's look underneath that. Why do you need it? Why, why, why do you need it? Mm 
Well, I don't really need it. Okay, so if you don't need it, then what's wrong with you just wearing a t-shirt and some shorts and maybe no makeup? Oh, no, because that's when you really understand and realize who it is that the human being is, right? Mm -hmm. Both men and women are doing this right now because society is very happily and society will very happily offer you everything that you need to change, alter, add on to yourself to make you look a certain way, but only the human being that is not deeply connected to themselves falls into that trap. And by the way, that's okay because that was me as well too. Mm-hmm. And we learn from it. We grow and evolve from it. We realize that's that and unravel it. So we've spoken about the singletons, people trying to manifest that love. So for those who are in, you know, a relationship, a marriage, what do you feel is the number one reason why couples struggle in their relationship? I mean, I don't know number one because there's a lot, but <laughs> I will, I, if, I were to answer, if I were to answer that, I think the number one reason couples struggle in a relationship is that they're afraid to speak the truth. They're, they're afraid to say what they're really, really feeling. Um, you know, the other day, something funny happened. The other day, uh, Jen um, I was getting her makeup done by a by professional. By the way, this professional is wonderful, right? And she gets her makeup done. And she got her makeup done. And she looked beautiful. She looked beautiful, right? She just happened to have the the... The, the, the fake eyebrows and the whole thing, right? And to me, to me, that's, I don't like that. I like natural, right? No, not, nothing right or wrong, but to me, I like natural. And so she walks up to me and she goes, baby, if on our wedding day I'd look like this, would you be happy? And I said, yes, but I meant no. No, I wouldn't because I want you to look more natural, right? So then it was so funny because like literally a month later, I we were having this conversation. We were just in a good space. And I said, baby, I got to tell you something. I said, remember when you asked me, when you looked at me with your makeup and it just got them professionally done and you were so excited and I was so excited. And I said, and you asked me if, you know, if, 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 uh, if I, if you showed up like that on our wedding day, if, if I would be happy. And I said, yes, she goes, yeah. And she gets this look on her face and I go, baby, I wouldn't be happy. I'm so sorry. I go, but baby, it's because I want you to look more natural and so forth. And we start laughing and giggling about it. Right. And I start making jokes about it. Cause I'm embarrassed. Cause I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I just said that. And what is she going to think? And what is she going to feel? You know, now notice, let's be honest. I've been in relationships with women that would have flied off the roof if I ever said anything like that because there's no space for genuine, honest conversation because anything that your partner says is a trigger to you and it's a trigger to your deepest vulnerability and it's a trigger to your deepest wound that you haven't healed based off of what someone said to you or how someone made you feel when you were a little girl. So when you are constantly being triggered by what someone else says, the truth is, is that you don't feel safe in yourself to accept whatever comes to you from life. So when something comes at you from life, you get responsive, you get, you get defensive, you want to fight, you want to argue because you want to protect yourself because you want to protect your life. This is what happens Mm -hmm. in relationships. This is what happens in relationships. So sure enough, guess what she tells me? She says, all right, baby, I know we tell each other everything because we genuinely tell each other everything. But she says, there's something I have to tell you. But don't get mad at me. And I go, no, you know, <laughs> I, I just, I don't, I don't waste time 
getting mad for the most part, for the most part. So I was like, no, baby, you can tell me anything. She goes, remember when I was just pregnant in those first three months and I was feeling really, really tired? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, remember when you were giving me a hard time because I wasn't picking things up and I wasn't like helping with cooking and you were cooking for us? And I was like, yeah. She's like, I really resented you for that. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, baby, I'm so sorry. I, I, I now see it. We, it was at a time in our relationship where we were just kind of like starting to move in together and starting to understand our roles. And I, I talk about mm. this at our events. Um, there's a power struggle that happens, you know, and, um, and anyhow, but that's an example of, of, of couples being able to speak their authentic truth and then we were laying there in bed and she says and she's the one that said it she says you know baby this was so wonderful and she want flexibility take yoga want flexibility with your health insurance check out united healthcare insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company they offer flexible budget-friendly medical dental and vision coverage that may be right for you more at uh1.com Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. He says most couples, like, they do the opposite. And I go, oh, I know. Most couples, they hide everything and they just sweep it under the rug and 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 sweep it under the rug. And so they're just coming from this really charged energy where they haven't been able to speak their truth because there's no freedom to speak their truth. And I think if, 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 if you could learn how to do that, that'd be wonderful. But you first got to learn to be honest and truthful with yourself. Exactly. So, so true. And I've recently moved in with my partner for the first time and absolutely what you're saying about the power struggles and I'm learning to communicate in a whole new way with him that I've never had to do before when we were just dating. So it is that real big transition and dynamic shift to now be like, oh, we're in each other's space all the time and we have to learn our roles and we have to learn how to communicate differently. So I'm sure even when it gets to marriage and all these different levels as well, it just grows and develops even more. Yeah, for sure. It it really does. It really, really does. Yeah. Yeah. So you talk a lot, Danny, about emotional intelligence, and I love this. So why do you think emotional intelligence is important in a relationship? Because if not, you'll be flying up. <laughs> emotional intelligence is everything in a relationship, because if not, you're conference, you're conference, you're, you're, I mean, you're, you're, you're literally living a life where you don't understand what's happening in your emotions. So if you are with someone that is, and I got to be careful with this, but I'm going to say it this way. If you are with someone that is not aware of their emotions, someone that doesn't have emotional intelligence, awareness, or regulation, 
get ready because you are going to live your life in a constant state of unnecessary stress, which leads to illness, which leads to disease. And most people don't understand the seriousness of the seriousness of this, because if you are constantly in a space where your partner is triggered or angered or responsive or reactive or jealous or defensive, then what happens to you, you are getting a message very clearly. And that message says, Hey, psst, it is not safe for you to speak your truth. Because if and when you do speak your truth, you are going to get a reaction, right? And that reaction, look at the reaction, that reaction and that energy is going to cause you to quiet down and never speak your truth. Well, get ready because after six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 years, your body is going to start to swell up with inflammation, because the body is storing all of that energy that you've been afraid of letting go of. And by the way, take ownership of it because that fear is yours. That fear is yours. No matter how deep and dark and powerful their reaction is, you can still speak your truth. And yet the reality is, is as your body gets inflamed, you start opening your body up to unnecessary illness and disease. And, and so the body the keeps score. And the body keeps score. So that is why it is so important to be with, and, and, and if you're single, only allow yourself to be with someone that has emotional inte intelligence and awareness, because if not, you're going to be in a constant state of back and forth, defense, arguing, protecting, and projecting. And the key to it all is you first have to be the one that is aware of your own emotions, because if you are not you will not be able to spot it out in someone else when they're not. And you'll just default into a relationship and think that it's love when it actually could be some form of a trauma bond that you're in that you're not even aware of. Mm, definitely. And, you know, from my previous relationship where I got diagnosed with PTSD afterwards, once I was in this healthy relationship, you know, I had no idea the impact that it had on my health. No idea. Being in constant adrenal stress, constant nervous system stress yep. for years and years and years. And, yep. you know, I was having cystic acne. I was having all these hormone issues and thinking, oh, you know, every woman has this. You know, the doctors were kind of being like, oh, just go on the pill, all this stuff. And it was only when I really went in and healed that hormone imbalance and healed my gut, especially as well, I realized all this bloating, all this inflammation, all this acne, all these hormone issues were linked to the stressful situation that I was in. And then when I finally did, you know, get into a really healthy, happy relationship, I got diagnosed with PTSD, which I never, ever expected. But I was like, well, clearly my body finally felt safe enough to let that come up after all those years. That's right. And you know, Emma, and, and I do want to encourage everybody because I know that my words carry a lot of weight. And I know that my words uh, are able to even begin the awakening process in people because they, 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 they go right at the, the issue. So if you're listening, you might be going, oh my God, like that's me or that was me or whatever. What I want to encourage everyone with, and I'm sure you're going to agree with what I'm about to say, is that there is a gift in everything and everything is absolutely perfect, right? Mm -hmm. You are not a victim. You are the creator of your life. 
And your soul came here for a reason and a purpose. And part of that reason and that purpose was for you to experience part of what you experience. Because it brought you to this very moment where you can start the process of awakening. And once you start the process of awakening, like you, Emma, you can attract a much more beautiful, energetic match based off of your new energy. But you honestly, Emma, would have probably, the same way I would not have, would never value them and love them at the same level that you do now if you hadn't gone through what you went through in your past. And that's when you can look back at it and go, you know what? Thank you. It was rough, yeah. difficult. It was hard, but I thank you because I now know for sure what I don't want anymore. Right. And I wish you the absolute best. But now because of that pain, I'm able to fully value and embrace what I do have. And I wouldn't be able to do it at this level if it wasn't for that. Mm hundred percent and it's almost like that heart cracking open moment of like we said at the beginning being brought to your knees to be able to crack open and to be able to experience the full expression of unconditional love in all of its forms in forgiveness in healing in love in those relationships so 100 percent, i love what you shared there because it's so so true and i think when you're in it you don't necessarily feel like it's a blessing. You don't necessarily feel that there's a divine reason to it. But absolutely, in hindsight, we can look back and think there was a purpose to it. And like you say, now I'm able to love in a way that maybe I wasn't able to love before. Absolutely. So right. my next question, Danny, is a question I get a lot as well from a lot of my female listeners is for any okay. women listening who want their partner to step up so they can relax into their feminine energy. I am so guilty of this as well. I am so naturally sat in my masculine energy in my business that being in my feminine the relationship is, you know, it's a work in progress sometimes. And I know so many female entrepreneurs feel the same, even people who don't have a business. So for people who want to relax into their feminine energy more, and allow their man to step up and meet them. What are your top tips for that? This one's going to be hard because it, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a hard dynamic, especially, especially when a woman is, is in business. I'm, I'm going to, Emma, you're going to have to excuse me because I, I only know how to speak like the ultimate truth. I don't know how to like, <laughs> like, like, like it. <laughs> okay, so, so I'll give you this, this example. So, what I can tell you, go look at Jen, who, by the way, I think you know is from London, but go, go look at her Instagram and go look at how much she used to post before she met me and go look at how much she posts now. And you will see, I'm not lying to you, you will see that it has completely drastically dropped off. Um... Uh, you, you'll see that she's not as present anymore. And the reason why is because she's going through an, an interesting dynamic right now where number one, yes, she's creating our daughter, but number two, she doesn't have to be anymore. And when you don't have to do something or have to be something that you always thought you needed to be, get ready mm-hmm. because that's a little bit of a bumpy road right? Because you're trying to like rediscover who it is that you want to be. It's to the point that I'm like, baby, you know, I got a million something followers. We can get you at a million. Like we're going to build this. I would like, we could take over the world together. Come on, start posting. And she's like, nah, I don't want to, you know, it's, it's like that. It's, it's literally like she's deep in her feminine, like deep in her feminine. Right. And which, which is great. Cause it's what I want to provide for her. 
right? And so I would say number one is that, you know, you want to be or you, if that's what you want, then you want to have and leave open the space for energetically, at least that masculine male, that male that if you, not that you have to, if you decided to one day say, you know what, I don't want to do my business anymore. Not that you have to, don't get mad at me, ladies, but that the (laughs) opportunity is there for you, right? I think that is a fundamental piece of the equation because I have been with people that, you know, for example, you know, are, are, are women that are in their feminine energy and their business women, so forth and so on. But then when I look at the the partner, the partner is not that kind of energetic match. It's like the woman is still kind of the one that wears the pants and it's mm-hmm. subtle and you could barely touch it and see it. But if you look closely, it's like, Ooh, it's right there. And until you can find that. And again, allow your heart to be able to say, if I didn't want to anymore, I know my husband or my partner could take full care of me. That is the ultimate surrender, right? That is the ultimate surrender. And by the way, for most of us women that are listening to me right now, especially with femininity and everything that has come out and has attacked you and your truest femininity, trust me, there is ultimate surrender in a man as well when it comes to a relationship, right? The ultimate surrender is that this woman and this woman alone will have my heart from this point forward. That is a surrender. He is letting go of that masculine energy, that energy that wants to uh, uh, literally go out and conquer (laughs) and take, right? The woman and the feminine, that is the surrender as well. So there's the polarity and the surrender of the both, right? So I I do want to say that. And then the second thing is you have to just allow. Mm. You got to just allow, right? You got to just allow to take him to, 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 to have him take the lead in a lot of things. You know, you got to let him open up your door for you. And if he doesn't, you got to be able to communicate and say, baby, I think I'd like you to start opening my door for me. And don't be afraid to say that mm-hmm. because when a man loves you, you know what? That might hurt his ego for a little bit, but it's hurting him for who he hasn't been for you. And you know what he'll do? Baby, you know what? You're right. You deserve that. And he'll start opening your door for you, right? And the little things like planning where to go to dinner, you could just say out of love, say, baby, like, you know, I, I, I love, it's cool doing all this stuff, but why don't you take control? Why don't you take the lead? Because I, I, that's, it would allow me, you could use these words to drop more into my feminine if you raise up more into your masculine. And I believe that you have this potential in you. So why don't you do that, Right. And there's just those little things, right, where you can just start to communicate what it is that you really want. Just just get ready, ladies, because when you're truly, I'm going to say it this way, the three-dimensional world is designed to purposefully keep you out of your feminine. It's designed to purposefully keep you in your masculine because Mm -hmm. it's designed to keep you away from yourself because you, as the creators of life when you are disconnected with your heart the entire energy of the planet is disconnected from their heart that's how deep Mm. this gets it gets very deep very deep but so so needed and I remember as well years ago my psychic used to say to me on pretty much like every reading I had with her yearly she'd say Emma 
one day you're going to have a man there. And when you have a baby, when you choose to have a child, you're not going to need to be the breadwinner. You're going to have someone to support you. Because I would always voice these fears of, well, I need to create this business and the system and this process so that if I had a maternity leave, I'd be supported and the business would still continue. And I was thinking like years in the future at that point. But equally, I was not even accounting for, what about my partner supporting me? And that was the wounding. That was the unraveling I had to go through to think, I deserve to be supported. I deserve to be met. I deserve to have a partner who would be like, if you don't want to work, Emma, it's okay. I've got you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and that's, 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 that's where I think women have a hard time. And I'm going to say this. I made anger some women. I don't think you can be fully in your feminine until you're at a space in your life where you're willing to let that go. Mm-hmm. Not that you have Absolutely. to. Because I know your ego is going to go, but why, why the fucking guy, why man, tell me mansplaining? But, but no, 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 not that you have to. I'm going to go on record and say this. I don't think you can be fully in your feminine as a woman until you get into the space in your heart and soul where you are able to let go of the need of being the breadwinner or of needing to make any money at all whatsoever. And finally, finding a man where you say, you know what? He can provide for me and he can take care of me. Not that you have to, but that you allow the space in your heart for that opportunity. I don't think you can get fully in your feminine energy until that moment of surrender. The same way that I don't think a man can get fully in his masculine, his divine, beautiful, masculine energy until he surrenders his need for all other women and he focuses his heart and soul on that woman. And when the woman surrenders into her femininity and he surrenders into his masculinity in that way, get ready because the energy of who you two are as a couple could literally attract the life of your dreams and you can create whatever it is that you want. It's so true. And I think as the years have evolved and, you know, I'm turning 30 this year. So for me, I'm like all the societal pressures of settle down, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not sure that is for us yet. Like we just want to go and travel and experience life a bit more. So I think even knowing now that maybe children is not the opportunity for me to surrender yet. I know that, you know, for instance, I'm about to take two months off work. And I'm like, I know that I'm going to be supported one by the universe and my business, but also I don't need the excuse of having a child to take time off or to slow down or to receive or to surrender. So I think even if we remove that child out of the equation, it's actually almost as well, you know, allowing yourself that no matter what stage of your life you're in, whether it's in 10 years, two months, five years time, that you could surrender and know you're supported by the universe. And I think that comes with that belief as well of believing you're worthy of the universe stepping up and supporting you, whether that's in your partner and your friendships and, you know, your family unit, so to speak. And I think, especially I hear it with my friends who are mothers all the time, you know, they want to have that community around them, that support of where their partners just unconditionally supporting them in that very vulnerable stage of birthing and becoming a mother. So I think so many people listening to this can take so much away from that, no matter what stage of their life they're in and know that it is safe to allow yourself to be met by your lover, by the universe, because that support is a hundred percent there. And and that's the essence of a spiritual queen, by the way. 
<laughs> Hell yes, love it. <laughs> so my, my last question to you today then, Danny, is what is one piece of life advice that you would like to leave my lovely listeners with? Everything that you think you need and that you're searching for, whether it's a partner or a career or a brand or a vape or a anything outside of you that you need, you already have inside of you. Mm-hmm. You already have inside of you. And if you could just start the routine and the practice of every morning, literally just sitting up and just getting in complete silence and just keep going as long as you possibly can until you literally, the you disappears and you become one with the universe and source, that's the, get ready because that's where the beautiful healing journey will begin. Mm. it's in that silence isn't it (laughs) i love it well danny where can my lovely listeners find you if they want to learn more about your work um instagram and tiktok at danny morell and um you know for the first time ever i'm gonna have my event awaken in london uh it'll be at wembley stadium we haven't announced the dates yet but it'll be in in april of 2024 so um, we're really, really excited because it's our first time going overseas and there's people from all over that part of the world that are going to be coming. So hopefully we'll see them there. Yes, I'm sure we'll all be coming. Amazing. And I'll put a clickable link to Danny's work in the description below so you have an easy, accessible link too. But thank you so much, Danny, for coming on. I feel like we've covered so much today, but we've gone deep. We've learned all about love. And I'm just so grateful for all the pearls of wisdom that you've shared today. So thank you so much. Thank you, Emma. Thank you so much. So thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes today. I really hope you enjoyed Danny and I's conversation. As always, you can find a clickable link to Danny's work in the description below. And if you want to find out anything more about myself, my coaching, my books, my videos, or anything else that I offer, you can find it all at emmamumford.co.uk. So thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can also join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a fabulous week, whatever you're up to, and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love.